the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WINNBet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Yes, sir. We are here. Episode two, all gas, no breaks, back to back. It doesn't matter because it's opening weekend for the WNBA. I am your host, Terrell Furman Jr., coming off of a three and one start, ATS to the year. Cashed my dog of yesterday. The, look, I'm trying to tell y'all the sparks, the sparks. Might be something. They just went toe to toe with the defending champions in the first game of the year and beat them on the road. That the Sparks might be something. I told y'all. I hope you got on that thirty-one bet when I told you it yesterday. Lost my lock. Mercury absolutely get destroyed by the Las Las Vegas Aces. Wasn't even close. Dierka Hambry and Asia Wilson were on fire. But now it's time to introduce. The official co-host of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. You already know, this is like white men can't jump. It's like men in black. It's like the longest yard with Paul Crew and Caretaker. This is the duo you've been waiting to see, Scott Reichel. Scott, what's going on today? It's doing pretty well. I like the subtle compliment you gave yourself there. You called yourself Chris Rock. You know, there are worse <laughs> things you can do there. But overall, happy to be here. Uh, definitely looking forward to going through the WNBA for the entire season. It's going to be a lot of fun. People wondering, you know, why are we talking about this? There's NBA games on. And my argument is you can bet on it, can't you? Yep. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only point you have to make, right? Parlay our WNBA locks with your NBA locks and you're making double the money. Of Pretty course. much. Why would why would we not do that? All right, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. But I do want to ask you though, since it's a pretty light card, I know we have a couple of things on the actual docket. Since okay. you had plays yesterday, do you have any takeaways from opening night, so to speak? I really like what the Mystic have going on. I think that there's some things that they can fine tune as uh, the Don gets back going into shape. I think that she'll look a lot better. Even though she had a pretty good game, she'll look a lot better. She did look gassed a couple times. And a lot of the, a lot of the women around the league, it, honestly, they look gassed a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's because, I don't know, I just feel like they don't have a true, like they're, it feels like their training camp is expedited, whereas the NBA training camp is a little bit longer. So some people may not be in better as better shape as others because that around around the leagues that I saw around the games that I saw they just looked a little bit gassed at times. It was one time. Oh, Candace Parker was fighting with COVID, so that's her excuse. But it was a few people that just kind of look folded over. I'm like, oh wow, need to get conditioning up. But that'll go as season gets better. But I like what the Mystic have going on. I really do. I think they they could be better on the boards. If they're better on the boards, then they're going to be a scary team. The Fever. 
are not going to go away. They're going to be an annoying – they're going to be a scrappy, annoying-ass team all season, and they're going to go on runs. And I think the best way to bet Fever is probably get a live number because they're going to be laying – they're going to be getting so many points in the beginning of the game. Just wait and get a live bump number because the Fever are going to go on a run and bring the game within four, and then they're just going to absolutely stall out and get killed again. So you're calling them the post-All-Star break Detroit Pistons? Absolutely. Okay. Sounds, that, sounds, that sounds very accurate in how, what I see the fever. And then same thing, like I said, I told them yesterday on the show, put a, take a 30-1 to 1 bet on the Sparks to win the championship. I think this team is legit. I think as they keep going throughout the year, they're going to get better and better once they find out that rotation. The only thing that could slow them down is Derek Fisher. And if Derek Fisher isn't able to step up to the talent that he has, but he has a bunch of talent this year. Yeah, I definitely think that was, well, just based on the scores alone, that was the most entertaining game of the night because every other game was a double-digit blowout. But looking at the actual uh, defending champions, of course, you had Candace Parker, who had that really nice no-look pass. Uh, I believe that was at the end of regulation. Uh Uh, Unfortunately, it didn't really matter in the end because they lost in overtime. But I think the one player that I was kind of – disappointed with with Chicago was Vandersloot. Now, of course, you know, she's going to be much better in future games of the season. We know that uh-huh. she can put up a decent amount of double-doubles. But two for seven to start the year with eight turnovers and eight assists, it's a bit rough. So I expect her to play better moving forward. I will remind all of you, though, that even though Chicago did win the title last year, they also went 500 in the regular season. Yes. So don't be fully discouraged by their potential regular season struggles because even last year, you can argue they over. Yeah, you can argue that they overachieved. You can argue that it was a bit fluky. They won. They still did it. Anytime you have a playoff series with Candace Parker, you got a shot to win the thing. And so you got to remember, yesterday they didn't have quickly. They didn't have Kalia Copper, who is their Finals MVP. So, you know, she's still overseas serving an overseas contract. She's not going to be back until at least about three weeks, I think. And when they get them, this this Sky team is going to be really good. Like, they brought in a lot of good pieces. They look really good. It's just really more of a testament to the Sparks and how the turn that the Sparks made bringing in Canada, bringing in Kennedy. Kennedy Carter had 12 points coming off the bench. Jordan Canada absolutely went nuts in that overtime. And over the course of the whole game, she was getting whatever she wanted. Liz uh, Cambage was in early flower trouble, but when she got going, she was able to be a little bit better offensively. So they have a squad around them, and I just think that they the number wasn't giving them enough credit for the changes that they made, and if they put it all together throughout the course of the season, they're going to be scary. Gonna I'm just going to throw out this, this number here, which kind of catches me off guard. You can see the somewhat high-scoring game with the overtime. The key number is 19. The Sparks uh-huh. had 19 steals. Yeah. That is sick. Yeah. <laughs> so that defense might be something else, especially when you're getting steals and that could lead to points uh, off turnovers, fast mm-hmm. break opportunities, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But when you have two separate players on your team who record four steals and two blocks mm-hmm. with with uh, Cambridge and uh, Sykes, I mean, that's that's a pretty Sykes solid recipe. defensive end. Yeah. So just keep that in mind moving forward. That team defensively could be really, really annoying to play. Yeah, Sykes, Le- Lexi Brown also coming off the bench. She's really a stout defensively. The- I like this Sparks team, man. I'm trying to say, yeah, I like this Sparks team. I think they're going to go all the way and win it all. And so well, 30 I think those odds are ridiculous. so good. I mean, 30 to 1 is I was going to say, I, I feel like just looking at, the actual, looking at the actual roster on paper, I'd assume that's a 
hell, a 15 to one roster, maybe even a little yeah. bit lower than that. 30, 30 to one's a bit disrespectful. Let's see if it changed at all. No, nope. Oh, well, yeah, they went. So now it's 20 to one on WinBet. It was 30 to one yesterday. It's 21 on WinBet now. That's how you know the WNBA is uh, still not being bet on enough because one game in, the other <laughs> drops by about a third. That, yeah. That's something that's not exactly common. In most sports. Yeah, everybody – it looks like everybody stayed the same except them. Okay. So, yeah, everybody's everybody's odds from yesterday stayed the exact same except them. They jumped up to 20 to 1. That might have been me. You know, people might have listened to me with that 30 to 1 bet, went to win bet, and started throwing money at the Sparks. And so now win bet had to change the line. I'm, I'm humble brag. I might take credit for that. We'll see. All right, Scott. Let's t- well, we're talking about win bet and placing a 30 to 1. Well, now 20 to 1 bet. Also remember that if you go to win bet, you can place a $50 bet and win $200 in their promotion. Make sure you get down on WinBet. Plus, WinBet Casino has a offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And, of course, don't forget to get involved in their game parlays, build your own bet feature. You can w- receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-leg build-your-own-bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. So today's the last day. Go drop that parlay for the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start get started today. Offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And don't forget, tap into Trade Coffee, man. Look, I am telling you, before Trade Coffee, I wasn't a coffee drinker. Now that I found my perfect cup, I have at least three a day so if i'm telling you to get into trade coffee then you know it's real it's delicious it's great it makes it exactly for you go take their coffee quiz at drinktrade.com sgp they have delivered over five million bags of coffee totally personalized with over seven hundred fifty thousand reviews so right now trade look trade coffee is offering you a new subscription thirty dollars off your order plus free shipping just go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP. It could be a Mother's Day gift. It could be, matter of fact, take your derby women's. It's take your derbies today. Take your derby women's. Go buy some trade coffee. Do that. Do that. All right. Boom. Scott, we have a two-game slate. And if we know how we can be, this can be a very long two-game slate between two of us. But we're going to try to make this short. We have the Connecticut Sun playing the our New York Liberty. I'm glad that they that we have a team that we can agree on in New York because we're, we're just on different sides of the spectrum with everything. I'm go- Wait, are you a Yankees or Mets fan? I'm a Yankees fan. Oh, see, look, we're on different sides of the spectrum with everything. So we finally have a New York team that we can agree upon, and that is the New York Liberty, who got absolutely robbed in the playoffs last year, by the way. I'm just saying. They they should have they won that one-game playing game, and – they know the league knows they got robbed because they got rid of one game playing game after that. So we should have had a playoff team. We did not. The Sun are laying seven. Where does WinBet have this total? Uh, I just had it. There we go. So, yes, Sun are laying seven on the road. 161 and a half on the total. I was going to say this total has been flying. I saw it at around 158 and a half last night. 
And I mean, for good reason. The Connecticut yep. Sun have a former MVP on their roster. Sasha Howard is coming back for the New York Liberty. We should see Sabrina Ionescu out there. What are we doing here with the? Are we taking our Liberty plus seven at home? That seems disrespectful. I think you can make an argument it's disrespectful, but then you actually look at the injury report, and you have to start out with who the leading scorer was for the team last year. And when Laney's averaging 16.5 points per game mm-hmm. and 5.2 assists and 4.1 rebounds, and she's not going to play in this game, that's not exactly a good look for trying to fully back the – Liberty here. She's not playing because of an undisclosed uh, issue there. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if she comes back for the next game. But if you want to know why the spread is so big, it's definitely injury-related because the Liberty are missing their best score. I think my question for you is the fact that the Liberty are supposed to be, I say view it as being a fun, potential upstart young team mm-hmm. that could potentially, you know, piece some things together. Maybe they'll end up making it over 500 and making the playoffs again. We'll see. Does it tell you anything about what the team's immediate direction is when they draft a player in the first round who knowingly needs serious surgery and will be out for the year? I think that you would think so. But, one, I think that because of the size of the WNBA draft and just it being an upstart league that you can – it's easier to use a first round pick on that than probably, you know, like the NFL or even the NBA using a a high first round pick on somebody that isn't going to play for that year. You're definitely not doing that in the NFL for sure. They're they're, You're at least falling to the second or into the first. So I really don't want to say, I think too much about it. I think it's just more of a testament to the player and they're saying, we're fine. You take, take the time you need, take what you need to, get yourself together because when you come back, it's going to be, it's going to be on and it could possibly be a call of your own shot of, all right, we can totally toss this pick for a year. We're that good. I think that we like the staff that we have right now that we don't need a world beater to come in and join us right now. We can go out there. We can compete without them. I I can understand that point. I just felt like it was worth throwing out there now. Just, also worth mentioning, the Liberty were one of the only teams in the league that actually went through a coaching change over the offseason. Were you a fan of the move? I think that it was time for a change. I think that it, it's kind of it's kind of iffy because one, they were they were sub five hundred. They were twelve and twenty last year. I was going to say they they made the playoffs. Yeah. technically. Yeah, you know, and I wouldn't even say. Was that a play-in game or was that the actual? Well, yeah, it was technically the play-in. Technically, the yeah, single elimination for the playoffs and yeah. Whatever. So they were, but they were twelve and twenty, and winning that game probably would have saved his job. But yeah. I think that was the final straw. It was like, all right, we're, they were ready to move in a different direction. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that they lost the game and moved in the direction rather than won the game and said, all right, let's hold on to him for another year, rather than just saying no. We want, even though we won, we still want to move on a different direction. So I'm glad they made the move. Yeah, I think my overall thoughts for the Liberty is that they should be, assuming they're healthy, a lot better than 12 and 20. Mm-hmm. But when they opened up at plus 2,500 to win the title and the Sparks opened up plus 3,000, mm-hmm. I think that's a bit ridiculous. I think, this, I think the Sparks should have been ahead of the Liberty, in my opinion. Yes, I think, absolutely. I think this team's going to be okay. They'll have moments. They'll be fun. They need, Ines- they need a UNESCO to stay healthy. 
which is a huge question mark in itself. She's kind of had some injury issues the past couple of years. But this is a talented young team that realistically should have a decent amount of high-scoring games. Uh-huh. So I guess the question I have for you when you're going to be missing your leading scorer and you're going to be missing – well, truth is the Liberty's front court has kind of been underwhelming for the last couple of years. They did yep. address it during the offseason. They picked up Dolson who you're hoping can at least maybe provide some stability in the front court. But do I think that there's a difference between being somewhat stable and being able to shut down both Joneses? I think there's a difference there, especially with uh, John Quell being one of the best big men in the league. Uh I think it's a pretty rough matchup for the Liberty's front court, and I do think that might be the story of the game. You? Yeah, I think that it's going to be basically between the front court of the Sun and the back court of the Liberty. And how how what offense can the Liberty get going, especially without Laney being in the lineup? Now they do have – I think it's going to be more of a team approach where we may not see that one person like a Sabrina or somebody go off for a whole bunch of points, but it's a whole bunch of people in double figures. But this Sun team is one of the best defensive teams in the league last year. They finished at first in opponents points per game, assisting nine point nine points per game. Well, they, they were the, they were the one seed entering the playoffs last yes. year. Yes, right? yeah, they were. Yeah, they were the top team in the league, and so I don't think it's going to be easy for the Liberty to come in to come in and even though this is a home game, first home game of the year, and knock off the Sun, but with. You know, some of the pieces that the Sun will be missing today, you got a couple of players that are still playing overseas contract. If it's not now, it's never. (laughs) If it's not now, it's never. And they're they're really going to be short out there. But I am – seven's a lot. Uh, I guess a couple free throws could get you over the number. If this was like five – Maybe it was six. I would love it. Seven. I'm good. assuming if Laney was playing, it would probably be closer to five. Yeah, that's what I'm so, thinking. But last year, the Liberty started off decently. Yeah, they the did. Insane three-pointers to end like the first couple of games there where the Liberty found a way to win, but a bunch of high-scoring track meet games in there. I do think that the Sun are going to control the actual tempo of the game. I just mm-hmm. think their defense should do enough to slow down the Liberty, who should want to run, just looking at the overall roster. I think the number's where it should be. I'm more interested in the total, to be honest. For me, it seems a little bit high, because I get so. the idea of the Liberty being an up-tempo team, and their guards are pretty good, but you're missing your leading score, and Connecticut's one of the best defenses in the league. Uh-huh. So if I'm assuming that Connecticut's going to potentially hold you to 70 and change, I am going to lean to the under just because I feel like that total's a little bit too high. Yeah, that puts Connecticut in about close to the 90s. Around yeah, I, I think that the Liberty's defense might be a question mark. I don't think it's that big of a question mark. Uh-huh. I think the game's going to end 80-something to 70-something, so I'm going to go with the under. Yeah, I like under. I like that. I like the under two. I'll, I'll rock with our Liberty. It's first game of the year. We we take a surprise one. I'll rock with. I'll take the seven. Well, you mentioned the overseas point, which of course you have to just mention once again for the people in the back that a lot of teams don't have their full roster because no, not at all. Uh, yeah, players are getting paid more 
overseas. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. they're still, you know, prioritizing yeah. where they are. Uh, of course, you also have to keep in mind, it involves one player in particular, but somebody on the Phoenix Mercury is not exactly playing right now because she's still being detained from yep. her time playing overseas. So keep that in mind if you're betting the Mercury, but Griner is not going to be there. So just keep that in mind. But, yeah, there's a couple of players around the league who are still playing internationally, uh, and we'll see – how long it takes them to fully come back. It seems like a lot of them are already on the way back, but they might miss a game or two. All right, let's move on to the final game of this. Oh, wait, we didn't even mention that last game was the Commissioner's Cup game, so a little bit more stakes there. I'm, I'm rocking with the Liberty. Going back, we are last game to slate. We have the Atlanta Dream and the Dallas Wings. This is in Dallas. Dallas is currently laying – Oh, wow. Look at me. I don't accidentally switched over to the Kentucky Derby. I was going to say, is it, they're laying about seven. Yeah, it's seven. So, yeah, it's seven. I, I was looking at Kentucky Derby stuff. My bad. <laughs> All right. Dallas is laying You know seven. we're expecting your pick for the Kentucky Derby, by the way, at the end, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% going to get my pick. I'll let you know right at the end. So, follow along. 162 and a half on the total. So. This Dallas team isn't – not Dallas. This uh, Atlanta team isn't expected to be that good at all. They have the second longest odds to win the championship right above the fever. They are 100-1. to Dallas isn't expected to be that, that good either <laughs> because they have the third longest odds, except their odds are only 40-1. to So Dallas is laying seven at home. Is this because they're at home? Would this really be – on a neutral court, is Dallas three and a half points better than are they three? Yeah, are they three and a half points better than the dream? I'm not certain. I think this dream scrap. I think this dream team is going to be scrappy. Yeah, the thing is, is that they're from Atlanta. I'm, the I'm wings, yeah, the wings are a team that have had a bunch of draft capital for the last mm-hmm. couple of years, mostly from trading Skyward Diggin Smith. And unfortunately, they have not drafted too well. They've been okay. You know, they drafted a good player or two. They got a Goomba Wally, for example. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the drafting has kind of let them down to some degree, which is why they have not been able to really even contend for a playoff spot at this point. I mean, they've been potentially in the hunt with maybe a month to go, and it seems to never materialize. Is that a fair way to sum up their last couple of years? Uh, yeah, I would say that. So, for me, the thing is, is that Agumba Wale is a game-time decision. It seems like she is maybe going to play. She didn't travel for the preseason game uh, uh-huh. because of an ankle injury, so I'm not sure if she's going to be able to play or not. Now, Atlanta's not supposed to be good. However, there are perks to not being good, and that is getting the number one overall pick in the draft. And they ended up getting Howard who is supposed to be a really, really good player on both sides of the floor. Uh-huh. For me, I'm going to take the dream here because I don't think the wings are very good. Agumbawale might not play. And there is a chance that the number one overall pick, Howard, might still be undervalued in the markets because it's one thing to dominate at Kentucky in college and it's one thing to look really good. Yep. But it's another thing to just immediately expect her to hit the ground running and to play well in this league. Uh-huh. I think she's good enough to do that. So I do think that if Howard is able to look sharp in her first appearance in the WNBA, this team's alive, in my opinion, to win this particular game because 
while the wings aren't very good. But there's no way I'm going to be laying seven with potentially one of the start one of the um, the wings' best players being out, and Atlanta having the number one overall pick who's going to be playing in this game. I'm going to take the points because it's the first game of the season. There might be some growing pains involved for every team in the league, but I'm not laying that with the wings. That's just not going to happen. So for me with the wings, it's the fact that they're missing Tierra McGowan, who they traded for in the offseason, who is still playing with our overseas team. And that's the big presence on the inside. They, excuse me, broke everything to get bring her in. And she was supposed to dominate that inside and she's not going to be there. And then you're also missing uh, Sabali, who is also playing with their overseas team. So that's two bigs that you're missing and you're without in this game. And that's enough for me. Um Charlie Collier is good. Um, they're going to be expecting a really big role out of her to fill in the space until their bigs get back. But I think that it, both of these teams kind of feel a little bit evenly matched for me, so I just don't know yeah. why I wouldn't take seven points. Yeah, give me the dream and sprinkle on a dream money line to get it done on the road against the Wings. I think the dream, they've been catching the butt of the jokes for the entire offseason, saying how this team is not really good comparing them to Indiana and kind of running these two teams off, I think that they're going to get a little bit scrappy. I'd play, I'd play a little bit of a money line on the dream. But Atlanta's had a lot of issues the last couple of years. They also had the ownership scandal. So they had to worry about that over their head for, the, for a couple of years because of some comments the owner made. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of stuff going on for the last couple of years. They're not going to be good. Like the title odds definitely make sense why they're this big of a long shot. But I'm not going to lay seven with the team missing three of their main players. Yep. I agree. All right. Let's – no. I know, I know you want to talk about some title odds potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a second. We'll do that. Um, let's go ahead and talk about AG1 Athletic Greens and their new AG1 supplement. Yeah, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, whole food source super products, probiotics, aptogens, everything – It attacks your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, aging, all of that, and helps you get your day started right. Supports better quality sleep, sleeping really, really well with recovery, and it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Take ownership over your health. Health is wealth, people. Try to tell you, health is wealth. And also, IP Vanished. The premier VPN site telling you, go get your VPN. Actually protect your data. I'm not certain if the wings are going to be able to protect the paint tonight, but you can protect your data, your private details, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history, your location, your streaming. All of that covers your Fire Stick, your computer, laptop your tablet, your phone, everything easy. Tap the button. I use it. I'm trying to tell you, tap into IP Vanish. Super easy to use. And they're giving you an incredible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners. Just use promo code SGP when you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Okay. I've already said my title picks. I'll repeat it for you so you know. But I definitely took a long shot on the Sparks at 30 to 1. Now it's 20 to 1. So I could actually go sell that ticket and make some money back. 
I have plays on on the Aces. I think that, but and this was before last night. I thought that Becky was going to change the culture of the Aces, and with Liz now gone, Asia could dominate the inside. So I have a play on the Aces at plus three seventy five, and uh, who else did I like? Uh, let's just go with those two for now. Oh well, the Mercury isn't. St- I still don't think the Mercury is a bad play at plus five seventy five. Just to run down the odds one more time for anybody that may have missed the first episode, Connecticut Sun lead the way plus 350, Aces plus 375, Chicago Sky and Seattle Storm rounded out plus 5 to 1, Phoenix Mercury at plus 575, the Minnesota Lynx and the Washington Mystics both at 15 to 1, Sparks are now sitting at 20 to 1, you are welcome, New York Liberty at 25 to 1, Dallas Wings at 40 to 1, Atlanta Dream at 101, and Indiana Fever at 200 to 1, Scott. What are you making plays on? So the line has already moved a little bit on the team that I originally picked as, well, one of my favorites to actually win the title. Of course, the Aces are going to be the common pick because they're the favorites, and Becky Hammond looked really is uh, you know looked really solid as an assistant coach in the NBA. She also won a summer league title a couple years ago, so I do like that hire. And when Beer seemed to always find ways to choke in the playoffs with that team. So I'm not surprised that the Aces are big favorites. The roster's talent, you know, is second to none in the league. Uh-huh. But I was going to go with the Storm. Okay. And they were plus 550. Now they're around 450. But I'm sure if you shop right now, you could probably still find yeah, 5 Yeah, Wimbet has them at 5-1 to one here. Yeah, so you could probably find them somewhere around there. I know that Sue Bird is still, you know, aging. She's still in the league. Brianna Stewart, in my opinion, is the best player in the league. I'm a big Brianna Stewart fan. I think that she's a great basketball player. I know that she had the knee issue in the past, and then she came back from it and has looked as good as she did before. And you're looking at the overall just roster. They just have a lot of talent. And we saw yesterday that they ended up taking care of business against the Lynx. It was a damn bloodbath. Game was actually close at the half, and then Storm blew them out in the second half, one by 23, because they outscored, uh, they outscored the Lynx 34-14 to 14 in the – third quarter which is just nuts but you still have Lloyd you still have of course Brianna you still have Bird I guess the one concern I would have with Seattle is if Bird is just well past her prime and she's not going to be able to really even survive a full season she's 41 she had some injuries last year so I am kind of curious how that's going to go but I do really like the talent of that team so I'm going to look at the storm at five to one mostly because I think they should be cheaper and if you want to go for a semi-long shot, I know you mentioned the Sparks, so I'm not going to mention them too. I don't fully mind the Mystics, but that's mostly because you're banking on Deladon to be potentially the best player in the league as well because mm-hmm. Deladon, you know, can just get a bucket anytime she wants in this league. So you're looking at somebody who can really do a lot of damage now. Unfortunately for the Mystics, Tina Charles isn't on the team anymore, so they don't exactly have that quintessential Robin. Shakira Austin looked really, really good yesterday. She did, but she's I'm saying gonna like, be good. She's, she's, she's going to be good, good, but I'm saying Tina Charles still is, you know, yeah. Tina Charles. Like that, yeah. that, that's not, it's not the same when you have both of them together and now you have Deladon and a couple of, of high upside players with them. But if you're going to give me 12 to one for Deladon and some younger players potentially find their groove midway through the season, do I think they're going to win the championship? No, but I think that they end up – I think they should make the playoffs. Uh-huh. And if you're going to give me arguably the best player on the floor in any given series, I think that's definitely appealing. We saw what happened last year with Candace Parker. I know Vanderslew was good in the playoffs as well. 
But Candace Parker just took over. And I feel like if you have a player who can reach that certain gear where they can just dominate a game, I do think Deladon's one of those players. So I do think that 12-1 to 1 is a little bit disrespectful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think um, – and Jamel talked about that. We got him at 15-1 yesterday on WinBet. So, Jamel talked about that too. That's definitely some championship. I, I I like it. I like it. I'm all for it. I'm all here for it. I think we're going to cash big. All right. Let's go ahead and hit our lock and dog and get up out of here, and I'll drop that Kentucky Derby pick real quick. Scott, what are you doing on a lock and dog in a two-game slate here? So, we talked about how we both liked the under for the Liberty Bibberty game. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually going to go with a team total in this one. I'm going to look at the Liberty team total under 77.5. Main reasons why, I already mentioned how the Liberty is going to be missing their leading score in Laney and how their number one uh, you know, first-round pick is going to be out for the year. But Connecticut's defense was no joke last year. And if you want to look at how the Liberty fared against that defense last year, spoiler alert, it was not very good. They played three times – and I'll go through the actual point totals in those three meetings. They scored 64, 54, and a 69. And they're missing their leading score. I understand it's a new season. I understand that the Liberty is supposed to be talented. You can't put it at 77 and a half when this team failed to reach 71 time last year. I find that a little bit absurd. And I do think that the Connecticut's defense should once again be dialed in for this matchup. Give me the sun here, and give me the sun's defense showing up for this game. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Liberty team total under 77.5 at around minus 115. Okay. All right. I like it. What's the dog? Uh, my dog in this one's going to be uh, – well, it's only fitting that this is their name because it's a bit of a pipe dream, but I'm going to take the dream, uh, plus 250. <laughs> At the end of the day, the Wings are missing too many players. They, they should not be favored by this many points. And once again, you have the number one overall pick. Howard could be a serious player in this league, remains to be seen. But I do think the Wings are getting a bit too much credit for their overall roster when the odds makers might not be factoring in all the players that might be missing this game. Because I'm really confused if the Wings had everybody playing and they weren't overseas, et cetera. Are they laying 11? Like, what are they laying in this game? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's incredible. That would be incredible. So, I'm going with the Dream. This line seems a bit too high. The Dream are going to be bad. They're not going to be this bad. Give me the Dream to get off to a decent start. All right. I like it. I love it. I'm going to follow your – I'm going to follow suit with you, and I'm going to take a team total for my lock. But I'm going to take the dream team total over. So we're just going to go on this because the Wings finished near bottom of the league in defense last year. They gave up 81 points per game, and this team total sitting there at 77 and a half. Really because this is a high total and the spread is so big, they have to lower the dreams team total. But I think that that is – they're overcompensating, and it's way too low. I, I think the dream can get to 80 points. So give me the dream team total over 77 and a half. For my dog, I had to do it. Give me the New York Liberty. The New York Liberty in the first game of the season. It's the Commissioner's Cup. This is where $500,000 is on the line. 
you got to go get wins where you can get them. If you can upset the number one team in the league last year, Sabrina Ionescu is going to have a triple-double, and she's going to lead us to victory. All hail Liberty. Is that what we say? All I know is you're going to raise hell once they add WNBA player props. Oh, my God. I was going to happen yesterday. at some point. So I was looking happen. for uh, Nalisa Smith. I was looking for her props yesterday, and she she ended up with a double-double for the Mystics. Wasn't the Mystics. I think it was, no, Fever. Yeah, she had a double-double, man, for the Fever. It was crazy. I was like, oh, I wanted her rebound prop, too. Hey, they might not be good, but somebody's got to put up stats. Yes, yes. Oh, man, I can't wait. I would, I would play money on Sabrina's triple-double right now. I'm going to go find that. I'm going to find it. Or I'm going to tell Winbet. Yeah, I'm just tell Winbet, hey, make a triple double prop for her and let me bet it. <laughs> All right. Kentucky Derby. I am. So there is a pony by the name of Near of Medina. I know nothing about this horse. I know nothing about the trainers. I know nothing about the Derby. But it has Medina in and he was on the Dean of Spirit last year. So I was very tempted to go that route. I'm rocking with Crown Pride, the Japanese horse. First Japanese horse ever to win the Derby. Give me Crown Pride. Okay, nice. I'm trying to figure out what the price is right now. I know the opening lines were around 20 to 1. I think one. it was like 30 to 1. Yeah, I was going to say, I am curious what those lines are. Once again, if you're actually looking for a bit of a sharp tip for the actual Derby, try to find fixed odds as opposed to having your odds fluctuate at the last minute. Because some books, because of the fact that it's the, one of the Triple Crown races, they will give you fixed odds. So there is a mm-hmm. chance that you could potentially steal an 8-1, to one, and the horse might close at 4-1. to one. So just keep that in mind. There's a good way of securing some value there if you can find a book that actually gives you fixed odds. But anyway, uh, to go through my thoughts on the Derby, it's supposed to be a little bit, I'd say, rainy. So I am kind of curious which horses will do well in the slop. But I think there's two horses I'm interested in. I know the favorite is Zendan. I'm not fully interested. I just think that Zendan's a little bit too low for where that horse should be. I'm looking at Epicenter, who, of course, is pretty much the main, I'd say, public choice up to this point. And I'm looking at Messier. I think Messier at 8-1 to one has some decent value to uh, to it, uh, at the end of the day, once again, it's going to be it's going to be a very entertaining race, in my opinion. We'll see if the weather is going to play a serious factor there. So predictions might go out the window if the actual track conditions aren't great. But Messier at eight to one, I don't mind those odds. Yeah, I. Ooh, I might do a a, a box. What's it? Is that what it's exact, called? You don't exact or try? Uh, no, try because exact you got to get it perfect right. No, but um, Exacta is – you can do a box for an Exacta. Exacta's two horses, tries three. Oh, yeah, no, no, try. And a super, because I heard super, you could put a dollar down and win everything. Some I mean, you need all four, right? I mean, if you box it, it's a dollar for about – I think it's a dollar for 16. I've actually already put one in. I've already put okay. one in. I can't remember what I had in it. I, I dabble a little bit in horses, not too much, but my friend and I – actually, my roommate at the point uh, – actually would go to the Belmont every year. And we have not gone the last couple of years, but we are going back. So we'll be there for the final Triple Crown race. I might. I might go. I might go. I might pull. Come through. We'll see. Yeah. All right. We gave you our picks. We gave you derby picks. We do it all here. Come on, guys. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to Gambling Podcast. Let's go ahead. We're going to really fucking close make through this thing. We're really, really, really fucking close. All right. Let's go.
I have no idea how I'm going to end this. Oh, follow at Rochelle Radio at really real underscore underscore sg.pn slash slack get in the slack channel hashtag WNBA. get in the WBA channel we have like 20 people in there right now i'm trying to get that to 100 let's fucking go all right i have nothing else to say I have nothing else to do it's time to go out here and get these bets in oh no i thought i had it oh, no it didn't sound right it didn't sound right yep nope no idea how i'm in the pod so we're ending like this we're out here